Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we are exploring The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. Are you stuck in a cycle of negative patterns and habits? This book is your guide to understanding what these patterns are truly communicating to you. As you delve into its enriching pages, you embark on a challenging journey, similar to climbing a mountain that promises the reward of unlocking your inner potential. This insightful work is penned by the renowned American writer, Brianna Wiest, whose books have captivated over a million readers worldwide and have been translated into more than 20 languages. Some of her other intriguing titles include 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think, This Is How You Heal, The Truth About Everything, and the soul-stirring poetry collection, Salt Water. The Mountain Is You is particularly recommended for those who find themselves trapped in detrimental habits and are eager to transform their lives. If you're someone yearning to unleash your untapped potential or seeking a breakthrough from feeling stuck, this book will serve as your navigational compass. So, are you ready to conquer your mountain? Join us as we traverse the transformative landscape of The Mountain Is You. The Mountain Is You, Transforming Self-Sabotage Into Self-Mastery Introduction Unlock Your Potential, Overcoming the Unconscious Patterns Holding You Back It's no secret that our fears and negative habits can act as stumbling blocks, hindering us from becoming the best versions of ourselves. But what if we told you that these obstacles are not just barriers, but guides to a fulfilling life? Embarking on the journey to self-improvement is akin to scaling a mountain. It's fraught with discomfort, calls for honesty, and demands an inner strength you never knew you possessed. But like any climb, the reward at the top, a transformed life, is worth every hardship. In this thoughtful exploration of Brianna Wiest's book, The Mountain Is You, We'll unmask the ways our unconscious patterns can become chains shackling us to mediocrity. By identifying and understanding these negative tendencies, we can turn them into powerful tools for self-growth and positive transformation. As we journey through this narrative, you'll come across familiar fears, habits and thoughts that you've experienced in your own life. It's not a coincidence, it's a crucial step in acknowledging that the biggest hurdle on your path to self-betterment is you yourself. That's the crux of the mountain analogy. It's not just a physical challenge, but a metaphor for the inner struggles that keep you from reaching your full potential. Wiest offers diverse paths to navigate through this metaphorical mountain, detailing the start and end points, highlighting the winding turns, and painting a vivid picture of what lies ahead. While we won't explore all these routes here, this summary will provide you with a compass, a map, and the courage to start climbing your mountain and changing your life. Part 1. Unmasking Self-Sabotage, the coping mechanism hindering your progress. The term self-sabotage might conjure up images of a hypnotic trance, a spectacle with laughter ringing out while you're on stage, unconscious of your bewildering actions. It certainly doesn't seem like something one would do willingly. However, The reality of self-sabotage is much more nuanced, lurking in our daily lives more frequently than we acknowledge. At its core, self-sabotage 
serves as a psychological safety net. It's a coping mechanism we use to meet neglected needs or emotions, providing temporary relief from the discomfort resulting from that neglect. However, it's akin to applying a band-aid to a deep wound. It merely masks the problem instead of addressing it. Self-sabotage can morph into various forms. You may recognize it in the guise of perfectionism, where you undercut your own endeavors out of fear of failing or not performing perfectly. Or you may find it in the form of uprooting, diverting your focus from real issues by latching onto new relationships, jobs, homes, or projects. Another familiar guise is pride, which shields you from judgment but traps you in unhealthy situations, such as a troubled marriage you can't end due to fear of societal judgment. Several signs hint at a pattern of self-sabotage. You might be caught in its spiral if you prioritize maintaining the facade of happiness over true joy. Or if your fear of emotions outweighs all other fears. Or if you're perpetually waiting for someone else to rescue you from your current circumstances and lead you to a better place. Breaking free from this vicious cycle is no small feat. The first step involves acknowledging these self-sabotaging behaviors for what they are, momentary soothing mechanisms that, in reality, are pulling you back. In other words, they constitute the mountain you need to climb. To help identify and combat these invisible saboteurs, start by listing down your problems. Be brutally honest, clear, and specific. Confront the reality of what's going wrong and make a resolution to not accept these conditions anymore. Part 2. Heed your actions. Decoding what your self-sabotaging behaviors reveal about you. Having identified your self-sabotaging behaviors, the next step is to understand what these behaviors communicate about you. Unlocking the harsh realities concealed by these habits can lead to the discovery of your genuine needs. Consider, for example, the habit of overworking. While there's nothing wrong with being committed to your career, if it comes at the cost of all other aspects of your life, it's unhealthy. It might signify an uncomfortable relationship with your own feelings, a need to escape from certain emotions. Acknowledging what you're running from is vital. Face that, instead of opting for another late night at the office. Similarly, if you find yourself overly concerned with others' opinions, it might indicate a hidden dissatisfaction. True happiness within oneself or with one's family, home, career, and so forth doesn't hinge on external approval. So, if you find yourself craving validation in any of these areas, that's your subconscious signaling a problem that needs fixing. Excessive spending could also be a sign of self-sabotage, acting as a filler for a void in your life. It's essential to identify what this void represents, be it love, a hobby, or physical exercise, and find healthier ways to fill it that don't involve retail therapy. It's crucial to remember that these self-sabotaging behaviors are skilled at hiding. They disguise themselves by offering instant gratification or a deceptive sense of security. They're also tricky to detect because the inner voice that can help identify them often speaks in a hushed tone, easy to overlook unless you're listening attentively. Rest assured, we all possess this soft-spoken inner voice. It can guide you to identify your self-sabotaging behaviors and understand their lessons, but only if you're prepared to be brutally honest with yourself. Additionally, you'll need to learn to tune out the counterfeit noises in your mind. 
and that's what we'll delve into in the next section. Part 3. Sorting through the clamor. Trusting your instincts and navigating your feelings. When it comes to gut instinct, it's not merely an idiom. There's a tangible reality to it. Your gastrointestinal system or gut is capable of storing information. This data, swiftly delivered to your brain by the vagus nerve, often arrives faster than your conscious mind can process it. The result is that instantaneous gut feeling. However, this intuitive tool comes with a usage manual. It's effective in the present. For instance, when you meet someone for the first time and form an immediate impression, that's your gut instinct in action. But if you attempt to use this instinct to predict future events, it falters. Instead of reflecting actual possibilities, it mirrors your assumptions, biases, and uncertainties. Your gut might have an opinion, but it won't be based on reality. Instead, it will be a construct of possible scenarios and predispositions. Feelings should be approached with the same discerning lens. While they can offer valuable insights, they can also project misleading perceptions. Haven't we all experienced a situation where our mood colors everything around us? Feelings don't inherently guide us towards the right actions. Instead, it's the right actions that often give birth to positive feelings. The challenge often lies in distinguishing between the gentle whisper of genuine instinct and the tumultuous tug of emotions. They might seem similar, but here are some clues to help you discern. Pay attention to the voice that's calm, not fearful. Listen to the voice that's problem-solving, not problem-creating. Tune in to the voice that's loving, not scared. Knowing the tools is one thing. Mastering their application in real-time scenarios is another. It requires consciously recognizing that feelings can distort reality, even in moments of anger. It means reminding yourself, despite the grip of anxiety, that your gut instinct isn't designed to foretell the future. If you're weary of making impulsive decisions driven by emotion, followed by inevitable apologies, it's time to uncouple feelings from your actions. Learning to process emotions in real time will lead to more mindful decisions and actions. Part 4. Mastering the Art of Subtle Shifts Overcoming Self-Sabotage Through Incremental Changes Recognizing your self-sabotaging patterns is one thing, Overcoming them is another challenge altogether. Humans, by nature, are resistant to change. Your brain functions like an orchestra conductor, guiding thousands of intricate bodily functions, ranging from larger movements, such as respiration and heartbeat, to the release of countless chemicals into a myriad of cells. It strives to maintain a harmonious equilibrium, creating a physical comfort zone. While this physical stability is beneficial for your body, the mental comfort zone your brain strives to sustain can be counterproductive. The brain seeks familiarity to create this mental balance, which often leads to the reinforcement of bad habits. These habits exist within your comfort zone and hence feel good, enticing you to persist with them despite understanding their damaging consequences. This subconscious quest for mental comfort can also result in cognitive biases such as confirmation bias, where you selectively absorb information that aligns with your existing beliefs, or extrapolation, where a minor current issue morphs into a prediction of your entire future, or spotlighting, the illusion that you're the focus of everyone's thoughts, when in reality, 
everyone is mostly engrossed in their own lives. When you decide to break free from your negative patterns, it's essential to take it slow. Abruptly stepping too far outside your comfort zone will jolt you back into your old habits. The strategy is to implement changes in small, manageable increments. Want to cut down on work hours? Begin by leaving just 10 minutes earlier, not by slashing two hours off immediately. If your goal is to exercise more, start by including a 10-minute walk in your routine instead of purchasing a gym membership straight away. Even these tiny shifts might trigger some discomfort. But remember, you can't truly evolve unless you're ready to endure a little uneasiness. By adopting changes slowly, the discomfort remains manageable and the desired transformation naturally follows. Part 5. Unleashing Your Potential. Becoming the person you aspire to be. Try not to picture a pink elephant. Did an image of a pink elephant pop up in your mind? That's expected. This demonstrates why attempting to suppress thoughts about your destructive habits and negative emotions as coping mechanisms rarely works. If your mind can't resist a whimsical image like a pink elephant, it's unlikely to successfully ignore ingrained behaviors. Instead of obsessing over the traits you want to eliminate, shift your focus towards what you desire and the person you aspire to become. Consider it an open invitation to your future self for a conversation. Imagine your future self sitting across from you at a table. Dismiss any initial apprehension. That's just fear trying to gatecrash the party. Once both of you are settled, take a moment to observe your future self. Pay attention to their attire, their posture, their expressions. Having a clear image of your goal can drive your transformation. Now, seek their advice. Even if the guidance involves making tough choices like leaving a job or ending a relationship, the advice should be compassionate. Lastly, imagine your future self presenting you with a symbolic item representing your aspirations, a key to a new home, a wedding ring, or a password to a bank account. Another way to visualize this journey is to aim at becoming the best possible version of yourself. Remember, you already juggle multiple selves. You're one person with friends, another with family, and yet another at work. To identify your best self, start by asking, what would my best self do in the current situation? This isn't about picturing yourself with everything you've ever wished for. It's about understanding what steps your best self would take, given your current circumstances. To embrace your best self, you'll need to acknowledge your flaws and delegate tasks that don't align with your strengths. You must be ready to face criticism and judgment, as not everyone will appreciate your journey. And, most importantly, you'll need to plan and act intentionally. After all, haphazard efforts yield haphazard results. Part 6. Embarking on the journey to serenity. Discovering your inner calm. Congratulations, you've reached an important milestone. You've identified your self-defeating habits, extracted valuable lessons from them, challenged the deceptive nature of emotions, confronted your flaws honestly, and implemented incremental changes to evolve into the best version of yourself. You've ascended the mountain. Surely the path ahead must be a smooth ride, right? Well, not exactly. Life doesn't suddenly become effortless just because you're successful. Your needs don't evaporate. Your emotions with their capacity to distort reality don't vanish. But successful people learn how to fulfill their needs in healthy ways. 
They master the art of sitting with their emotions, feeling them without succumbing to impulsive reactions and interpreting their messages. They also understand the importance of persisting in their inner journey of habit evaluation and honesty to prevent sliding back into damaging patterns. Alongside this inward exploration, other techniques can enhance your life experience. For example, relish in the daily simple pleasures, like savoring your first cup of morning coffee. Cultivate positive relationships as you inevitably absorb traits from the people with whom you spend the most time. View every circumstance as an opportunity to learn, even if it's as mundane as spending a day at home. By maintaining your inner work and nurturing your life with positivity, you can gradually discover inner peace. This peace is distinct from fleeting happiness that leaves you yearning for more. Inner peace is a sense of calm and control that remains undisturbed by external chaos, pain, excitement, or joy. It's not a transient state, but a constant presence in every moment of your life. Final Summary In the journey of life, you can often become your biggest adversary and most potent mentor. The self-sabotaging behaviors that stifle your progress are, paradoxically, also the gateways to unlocking your potential, provided you decipher their messages. Remember, these behaviors are elusive and can manifest in myriad ways, so scrutinize meticulously. Visualize these self-destructive habits as your personal mountain. The climb to overcome these obstacles and reshape your behavioral pattern necessitates relentless, truthful effort. The progress may be gradual and the terrain perilous at times. It won't always be a comfortable journey, but it possesses the power to transform your life. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.